One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome once again to Top Stories. I am yet again Andy Zaltzman, and once more we are delving into the archives of the Bugle podcast to find the top story from a previous issue of the show. We're heading back to lockdown now. Bugle issue 4146, entitled What Would Draco Do?, was recorded in the early days of the first UK lockdown in March 2020, and things were getting pretty weird, as I discussed with Alice Fraser. Top story this week, well, it's still virus news, coronavirus, the irritating micro-bastard that has havoced the world into panicisms of mega-chaos, continue to toddle on its <laughs> anti-merry way. The renowned pathogen and its disease buddy, COVID-19, has come up with the intriguing strategic masterstroke of having a baffling range of symptoms, ranging from no symptoms at all to rapid and unpleasant death, leaving its primary target species, humanity, in a state of globally viral bafflement, and has unleashed an administrative shit alarge that could take decades to recork, and as we came to record today <laughs> just minutes ago uh, Boris Johnson the Prime Minister of uh, the United Kingdom by repute uh, has announced that he has been diagnosed with the coronavirus uh, and is now having showed mild symptoms is now governing in self isolation as an added concern at least one of his girlfriends is pregnant and uh, also we've heard this week <laughs> that Prince Charles um, heir to the throne of this uh, pestilent nation uh, also has tested positive and the irony of someone who's never got to wear the crown being afflicted by a newcomer virus named after crowns must sting particularly hard. Yes, Bojo has the Rona. He's fallen prey to the virus, which proves that viruses are no respecters of high office. We can only hope that he has a mild form of the disease because it would be terrible optics to have him need a respirator and have to kick a suffering nana off an ICU bed. <laughs> Obviously, that would never happen because there are probably special respirators for the cabinet in a bunker somewhere. You know, they definitely have that. <laughs> you absolutely know that Churchill got revived quietly at least eight times from various alcohol and cigar-induced <laughs> organ failures. That man did not look after his organs. Well, as you say, the virus is no respecter of status, making it a very un-British virus, um, uh, without wishing to be um, <laughs> trumpically xenophobic about it. Uh, yeah, it's, it, I mean, it, clearly it, it, it will attack the, the rich and powerful as much as uh, anyone else. It is, if you will, somewhat iconoclastic. 
And now, <laughs> questions... <laughs> no, I will not. <laughs> questions may be asked about the wisdom or otherwise of the strategy of uh, opening the stable door and asking the horsey not to bolt too far or too fast and to be back in time for sugar lumps at 6pm and ignoring the fact that the horsey had all its possessions packed in a rucksack, sunglasses on its head and an airline ticket tucked visibly into its <laughs> chest pocket. But we, we can save that for when this is played out uh, and whatever tragedies it brings. For now... We are in Britain and indeed around the world in the FFC stage, the fingers f***ing crossed and giving thanks to the miracles <laughs> of modern medicine and its uh, equally miraculous workforce. Um, uh, Alice, how's, uh, I mean, you, since you were last on the bugle, you have transferred hemispheres. Um, how's uh, is the, the virus going? Does it go the, I forget, does it rotate in a different direction below the equator? <laughs> not up with the sun. Well, we're, in, we're going into more and more lockdown because they asked us politely and then we went to the beach. Uh, <laughs> so, yes. That happened here but as well. Uh, Even Britain went Scott to the Morrison. beach. <laughs> you don't have a beach. <laughs> you have little piles of rocks next to some wet stuff. Uh, but, uh, yeah, in Australia it's been fascinating because uh, Scott Morrison of the Australian government has released a series of very clear instructions to the people of Australia which are incredibly confusing about what you should do and what should stay open uh, when asked what jobs are essential jobs, categorised as essential jobs that you should still still go to. He said all jobs are essential. Uh <laughs> He's also <laughs> insisting he's also insisting that hairdresser appointments are an essential service that must be kept open, but you shouldn't go to the hairdresser for more than half an hour. I mean, everyone's got their addiction, but I reckon he's just preparing for a full apocalypse. I think hairdressers are going to be essential when everything goes to absolute shit because we all need to get our mohawks in shape for the Thunderdome. <laughs> I've always wondered why stylists get so much work in post-apocalyptic economies. You've got your thugs, your guards, your strappy, your scrappy street kids, your warlords, and your hair and nail specialists. <laughs> I mean, half an hour in a hairdresser is more than I've spent in a hairdresser in a year beginning with two. So I, I think I'm going <laughs> to manage to self-isolate from uh, my coiffure. Um, uh, other, well, in, in Britain. Uh, uh, off licenses have been added to the list of kind of socially crucial outlets that are allowed to uh, remain open because there is absolutely no way Britain can possibly get through this level of isolation and social restriction without access to copious quantities of uh, of alcohol. Um, yeah, get drunk and get a trim. <laughs> um, other world leads have been affected. Angela Merkel and Justin Trudeau are also operating in isolation, um, although they've not yet no, uh, not been diagnosed as suffering from the virus, uh, whereas uh, Bolsonaro of Brazil and the Mexican president, Lopez Obrador, are essentially going around licking babies like ice creams and firing... <laughs> a t-shirt cannon adapted to fire viruses into their adoring fans they are not giving in to the demands of science and common sense well uh mr putin is though vladimir putin has been seen making a surprise visit to an infectious disease hospital in komunaka which is a settlement on the outskirts of moscow i just don't think uh, Vladimir Putin making a surprise visit to anywhere is a good idea. I think he's going to shock people into heart attacks. But he went there wearing a full hazmat suit, uh, which has led to some crazy memes. I think it's the first time I've ever seen Putin with a shirt on, to be honest. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a strong look for him. I mean, it has brought out the best and worst in humanity, this crisis, very much like other things do, for example, war and life in general. But unfortunately, in the current climate, many of those from whom it has drawn the worst are rulers of large countries. And <laughs> obviously, um, in leading the way um, is uh, Mr. Trump. Trump, as always, has said some, uh, well, controversial things. He's uh, said that he wants uh, America back to business by Easter, uh, which is not very far away, uh, assuming that he's referring to this Easter uh, rather than, I don't know, some future putative <laughs> Easter when, I don't know, the, the Messiah's second coming is ended by uh, crucifixion to the sequel. His thinking is that the economic damage is worse than uh, <laughs> than is necessary for the lives of his citizens. The cure is worse than the problem uh, said uh, trumpled stiltskin uh, this week which is reminiscent of captain smith <laughs> saying well it's a shorter distance to port if we try to go through the iceberg rather than around it so full steam ahead <laughs> trump said we cannot let the cure be worse than the problem itself words that in an ideal world would have been uttered repeatedly by every single republican voter as they as they walked into those polling stations in november 2016 and he added the whole concept of death is terrible I mean, he's he's supposed he's <laughs> pretending to be a Christian. His his supporter base, it's, I mean, death was cracking PR for your special boy, wasn't it? Jeez, as his mates called him. Uh, the uh, <laughs> Republican uh, Lieutenant Governor of uh, Texas, Dan Patrick, um, heroically pretty much advocated the uh, sacrifice of the older generation uh, on economic grounds. He said, those of us who are 70 plus will take care of ourselves, but don't sacrifice the country. He said, no one uh, reached out to me and said, as a senior citizen, are you willing to take a chance on your survival in exchange for keeping the America that America loves for its children and grandchildren? And if that is the exchange... I'm all in, before one assumes setting an example and slaying himself, humanely of course, in a touchingly humble act of penance to his spiritual lord and master and saviour, economics. Perhaps he straight away after that speech he went and pumped millions of dollars into a TV advertising campaign targeted at the viro-vulnerable community, showing himself willfully pegging out for the greater good in a range of fun ways, drowning in a vat of <laughs> strawberry jelly, human catapulted across the beautiful Appalachian Mountains, or humped to death by giant mechanical sex robot George Washington. they be no greater act of patriotism surely uh, despite the uh, inference of uh, trump's and patrick's suggestions the cyanide for septuagenarians movement has not yet had that much political traction but uh, watch this space you you wouldn't consider that it would be a viable political position to just put an entire generation on an ice floe and send them out to sea but apparently it is yep well, there you go. Uh, they have passed in America an absolute whopper of a rescue package uh, passed by the Senate. Two trillion dollars. The sum was chosen in honour of the fictitious rapper Two Trillibucks, uh, who would, if he or she existed, currently be in self-isolation with suspected symptoms. Uh, their sacrifice would not have gone underappreciated, and that's good to know. And, and that's a lot of money, but I guess when you're 23 trillion in debt, what difference does an extra couple of trill do? You just whack it on the tab. There are probably already some American eggs in American ovaries that are more than willing to settle up when the time comes, uh, the Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell described it as a wartime level of investment. Uh, and of course, it did come slightly after European governments did exactly the same thing as <laughs> per. <laughs>
I mean, the cure is worse than a problem is a reasonable thing to say if he, he means like the health impact of high rates of unemployment and an economic shutdown. It's like that's a measurable health impact. It's quite bad. But it's not worse than the problem if you consider that without trying to prevent the virus, you get an economic impact of lots of people dying of the virus and also of preventable diseases that could be cured if the healthcare sector wasn't <laughs> collapsing under the weight of the virus and also the population being centimated by one in a hundred people dying and also everyone having lung, t- lung conditions forever and ever and ever. Like, I don't think he's thought it through. Um, <laughs> although I, I think you could say that about almost everything that he's ever said. <laughs> that was another top story. Thank you for listening. Now do pop over to the Mothership and listen to the latest issue of the Bugle podcast. It's very much like this, but longer and newer and with more stories in. Goodbye. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.